I'm Little Beeb. You're listening to the beautiful sounds of praise and worship on Praise Until Dawn, here on the Praise Broadcasting Network. As usual, I want to point you to our podcast of A Time Apart and Praise Until Dawn up at our website at pbnradio.com. That's PBN, Praise Broadcasting Network, pbnradio.com. And at the top of the page there, click on Podcast. You'll find both broadcasts up there. A Time Apart will have ATA colon in front of it. Want to welcome our Roku listeners. If you have Roku, great way to listen to Praise Until Dawn and Praise Broadcasting Network. Just search for, if if you don't already know, just search for PBN or Praise Broadcasting Network. And I also want to say hello to all of our iWatch listeners, tablet, iPod, iPad listeners, Samsung, iPhone and other phone listeners, and of course our laptop and desktop listeners, and our iHeartRadio listeners. And I'm, I'm sure I've left somebody out, but whatever platform you're using to listen, welcome. Those listening by Alexa, ask her to play PBN Classic on TuneIn. I actually use Alexa to monitor pbnradio.com. Great way to listen. Good sound on it. I also want to remind you about our pbnradio.com Facebook page as well as my personal site. Go to our pbnradio.com homepage at pbnradio.com and click on the little blue and white Facebook logo at the top. It has a a small letter F, which is white, with a, a circle of blue behind it. That's Facebook. That will take you to our pbnradio.com Facebook page. For my personal page, while you're at the pbnradio.com Facebook page, go up to the search bar and at the top enter Pat Rutherford 1232. Pat Rutherford 1232. Oh 
Well, yesterday I was out helping my good friend, uh, Don. And <laughs> he is, uh, he loves tackling tough jobs, but he knows what to do and we, we get it done. Um, I have been begging him. He likes to do things for us, for Claudia and me. Uh, both he and Pammy. And every time I tell him, Don, if you've got something, please let me know. I will come and help. Well, finally, uh, I guess it was Friday night, maybe Saturday night. Um, he said, well, tomorrow I'm going to, I guess it's Saturday night. Uh, tomorrow I'm, I'm going to put in my uh, downspout drains um, and put them underground. And you could help me with that if, if, if you want and if you have some time. I said, absolutely, I will help you. So um, Mandy had the car going to church, and Don came and, and picked me up. And we must have, among all the stuff that we had to do, five hours or so, you, <laughs> you had the, the 179-year-old and 171-year-old out there sweating like stuck pigs, digging down and removing dirt and putting, putting uh, those black drain that, that comes off of your downspout and uh, putting them underground and just fitting them just white, uh, right. We had four of them, and you had to run it along the same line, and for that you had to get a Y uh, which brings the, the line coming in with the drain coming in uh, from the downspout and then on, had to connect it on so that, um, so that it would uh, connect with the through way to the pop-up little drain on the end so the water will run out. Phew. Uh, a, a young boy, uh, Don had hired him to dig the starter trench. Well, Don didn't know exactly how much to take out, so there we were adjusting it along the way so that it could be down in the trench and covered up. And, uh, boy... Mm. I mean, it sounds, you know, to, to a 20-year-old, it, it sounds easy. To uh, <laughs> two people in their 70s, um, and I, I don't get a lot of exercise. Uh, from one chair to the other, working on the computer and on the soundboard here and, and all, it, it's, it's quite a feat. Uh, Don... Sadly to say, at 79, gets a lot more exercise than I do. He's uh, he's retired, but he is one of the most active retired people that I know. I'm supposed to be retired, but here I am. <laughs> and it's something I love doing. I love being here with you. But it doesn't afford a lot of... Um, Exercise. I try to get some in, but it's just... Mm.
And then you have uh, Claudia, who's trying to rehabilitate um, from her surgeries and her... Um, there's some disconnect between her brain and her feet, trying to make her feet move with the walker. And, and so she's in bed a lot. Um, Mindy needs help from time to time. Mandy needs help from time to time. Sandy needs help from time to time. Sandy, my good bud. Um, I've got to stay healthy because it seems like everybody depends on... Oh, 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 oh. Grampy needs to help his grandbabies. Oh, I'm not complaining. I, I'm appreciative and I'm thankful that I can help all these people. And it's mutual. Uh, Mandy has the car the most. Um, she's always running here and running there. <clears throat> so I'll have her do some of my, you know, quick chores. Maybe grab something at the store or mail a letter or... or uh, any number of things. You've got the car. Do you mind taking it? Nah, I don't mind it at all. Just give it to me. Uh, I had her get five gallons of gas the other day. Um, they've been working out. Mindy and her. <laughs> you should feel their shoulders and arms from, from working out. Um, it's just an honor and a privilege to, to be the one that the family looks up to. Anyways, it doesn't afford a lot of time. Um, I'm grossly out of shape. You know, I tried to do a push-up the other day, and I could not... I you know, push-ups. I couldn't even do one. And I'm going, for goodness sake! So, I've been... I, I don't like to admit this, but uh, <clears throat> I've been doing half push-ups, and I figure if I did, those are, we referred to them in the 60s and uh, early 70s as girls' push-ups. Now, if any of you are listening that I didn't say the right uh, gender or whatever, get over it. I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. I, I'm not going to change. <clears throat> so ridiculous. It's, it. Anyways, um, so I've been doing half push-ups, thinking that, okay, get used to that, and I'll graduate to a full push-up. Found out the other day, Don and I were sitting and resting, and he really knows how to use his iPhone. I, I use it for what I need and that's about the extent of my knowledge of the iPhone so <laughs> he's had to teach me a lot on the iPhone Excel on, on my computer and um, we were talking about working out and um, I need to take some of this weight off and I'm, I'm about 250 something like that and um, I've been weighing in at the doctor when I go in, my six-month checkup at 247. I've been stuck, I think that is 
scale is is stuck on that or something. <clears throat> but um, I'm, I'm around 250, and I told Don, I said, you know, I just I feel better at uh, 225. Anything below that, I feel like a skinny bean pole, and above that, I just feel overweight. So he said, okay, well, let's, let's just look up and see what they say the correct body weight for somebody. He says, how tall are you? I said, 5'11". Okay, 5'11". And it was between 155 and 160. Huh-uh. Huh-uh. I think it's a bunch of skinny people that can't gain any weight that make out this form okay 155 to 160 I, there, there's just no way there is no way so i told don i said look i, I feel perfectly good at 225 and that's where i'm going okay well it, it just says this you know sometimes i i think these standards that are set for people are ridiculous Yeah, well, you'll you'll live longer if you're too well. Maybe, but have you have you seen how many 155 to 160 people are dying? <laughs> so, anyways, we we had a good weekend. <clears throat> Man, I'm just sore this morning. Um, I had to keep taking breaks. I've I've had two back surgeries, so the back starts hurting. Don, you're gonna have to take over. Okay, okay, just let me know. So we traded back and forth, and two 70s generation people out there digging ditches and all. It felt good, but uh, that's what I did this weekend. Uh, does anybody want a dog before I banish it to Hades? Um, I love our dog. I, I, well, our dog. It, it's Mindy's dog. Um, I love little Praley. Well, her name's Paisley, but I, I have to, you know, shorten it. Grampy's name for everything. Praley is what I call her, and specifically because reminds us to pray. Praley. Maybe stupid, but not for me. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I was out a long time without a mask yesterday out in the, uh, you should have heard Don coughing. But um, our little dog, Praley, who's not so little anymore, but uh, she's only about seven months old, something like that, still a puppy, you drop something, boom, it's gone. She's fast. Well, I drop my, my mouse that I use with my laptop. I bring my laptop in here. It's one of the backup machines that I have. And I dropped it, and of course it falls apart. The battery comes out. The, the plastic part that shuts the compartment fell off. Boom! Man, and off with it. That dog hit so quick. And she's got it in her mouth, and you hear the crunching. And you're going, oh, don't break that. Don't break that. Come here, Praley. Come here, Praley. And she likes to play this game. 
where, okay, she'll get close and you reach your hand out and she backs up. You reach your hand out again. She runs over here and then runs back real quick. <sighs> so finally, after all, I, I said, I, I can't mess with this. I, I've got to get ready to get on the air. Finally, she had left it as I was coming into the studio. She had left it on the floor. So I got her busy doing something else. And I went over and picked it up, teeth marks and all. Luckily, it was still in one piece. But it's got marks that reminds me that our loving little dog <coughs> wanted to help Grampy carry it in, into my studio. It, with a little pushing and a little prodding, it, it fits still on the bottom. That dog's quick. Oh my goodness. It's called a feist. Feist. I had never heard of that that species of dog. Feist. But just as sweet. It's supposed to be one of the best dogs for a family. Boy, but when it's a puppy. You talk about rambunctious. Mmm. Yeah, I came out the door to our room today, and Mindy's gone to work out, so I've, we used to have her put the dog on the bed, but the dog, sadly, is not potty trained yet. We're trying to make, um, make her understand that it's the pop uh, puppy pads that she goes on, and it's a precursor to taking her out. Well, it should have been no puppy pad, and we train her to take it out. I just don't have time to do that, but um, Grampy is going to have to do it. Don't ask why. Don't, just Grampy is going to have to do it. So I, I pick her up, and she gets excited. That tail goes, you know, but she's got this nervous, when, when you get close and nervous thing, I mean, that tail going and she wants you to pick her up because it's a good morning kind of thing. You love her and you put your neck next to hers and she puts her head down in there and you whisper to her how much you love her and that you're Grampy's girl and, and all that. As I was picking her up, her tail swished the pee that she had just peed for nervous pee and it hit my glasses. <laughs> Don't ask me how it did. It just, I guess it just whipped right on around and boom, right in the face. Love it when that happens. I mean, you, you've got to wipe up the pee anyways. And um, just got to be careful of that. So, you know, little things that go on behind the scenes. <sighs> Kids are, are doing well. The... Uh, uh, grandbabies, they're doing well. Little Possum went to a camp, a Christian camp for the school over the weekend. And so we didn't have her staying with us, but Little Peanut stayed with us, and he loves doing that, and we love having him. And Claudia went with me last night to, to Don and Pam's. I, I keep wanting to say Don and Lisa, because Don and Lisa are in Dallas, 
and uh, very good friends of ours for, you know, years. <clears throat> um, you know, Pammy's been a friend of ours for 45 years, and um, I knew Don way back then, but I... Um, he was shy, I was shy, and it's back when I was first out of school and in, into uh, pastoral training. Um, so Don and I have learned, you know, that, that we're buddies, and, but Pam's been friends for, you know, with Claudia, and therefore me, for decades. So it's good having them around here. So she, Claudia went with me to, to Don and Pam's last night. We, we usually, every other day, about every other day, we, we go and Don's a master coffee maker. We love having coffee with him. I was, uh, so that's our, our, our last couple of days. Any of you know who the, the Psalms, I used to think that David wrote the Psalms. Well, most of them. But there are other people who wrote several of the Psalms. Asaph, uh, there was uh, Solomon wrote one. Uh, one is a, a credited to Moses. Uh, the one who wrote the most next to David were the sons of Korah. Now, do you know who Korah was? Way back in Numbers uh, 16, it talks about Korah. Korah was of the tribe of Levi. Um, he was part of the Kohathites. And the Kohathites were from the tribe of Levi. Levi. <clears throat> and they are the ones who the care of carrying, you know, packaging up and making sure they're okay. But the instruments inside the sanctuary including the uh, Ark of the Covenant. They were the ones who were tasked with your carrying from place to place. And I guess you go in and dust them, except the Ark of the Covenant. You don't go in there and do that. But um, just caring for the furniture inside the tabernacle. Korah... was jealous of the priests who actually offered incense before God, who um, <clears throat> helped the people in slaughtering their lambs and their goats and their birds and offering it before God, offering the blood before God. And he wanted to be one of the ones that ministered inside the sanctuary. Um, Korah was uh, answered directly, and, and the Kohathites answered directly to Aaron's son, Eleazar. Well, Korah finally had enough of that. And he started grumbling and complaining that Moses wasn't doing it fair. And um, Moses and Aaron ought to rethink this thing, and he got about 250 people that were sympathizers uh, with Korah, and they actually 
started a, a little rebellion. That it wasn't killing any of the people that I have read so far, but it was it was uh, major grumbling and Moses hand now this is November, uh, uh, numbers November number 16 talks about uh, they call it Korah's rebellion and Moses said okay well let's just do this let's get your censors and let's tomorrow let's see who God has chosen because you're not arguing against me these are God's instructions get your censors and we'll let you offer before the altar and we'll just see what God says about this and the uh, okay okay uh, he and his 250 people the, the ground opened up swallowed Korah and his family well apparently not all of his family were there <clears throat> um, because you have on down we find the sons of Korah who were still of the Kohathites and ministered the furniture in the sanctuary. They actually wrote some of the psalms, some of the most beautiful psalms that, that are in the book of Psalms. When it says the sons of Korah um, in, in scripture, it can either mean the direct sons the sons that were birthed from Korah, the immediate sons, or it can refer to your family line, the sons on down, the genealogy on down, the sons of the Kohathites, the sons of Korah specifically in the genealogical line. I am the son of Rutherford. Well, it, it's not just dad. It's dad's dad and dad's dad's dad. And dad. I'm, I'm one of the sons on down. Well, that's who wrote part of the Psalms. That's the background. It's not good to, well, let's put it this way. I'm very thankful that we are in the New Testament times and the New Covenant times um, it just seems to be a lot more patience well God was trying to these this group of people they had been in Egypt for 400 years the worship of God was next to none you had all these gods of Egypt that they were brought up with and and the Egyptians around them and and all in 400 years a lot of that rubs off so God was trying to teach lessons thank goodness for the Holy Spirit these days
But I thought it was very interesting. You know, even the littlest mention of things affects the way it is generations from now. And thank goodness generations separated from Korah. We had Kohathites, sons of Korah, that wrote beautiful psalms like this one. Search me and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise, you perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all of my ways. Before a word is on my tongue You know it completely, Lord You know it completely You hand me in Behind and before You have laid your hand upon me And such knowledge, Lord Is too wonderful for me too lofty for me to attain Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence, Lord? If I go up to the heavens, you are there If I make my bed in the depths, you are there if I rise on wings of the dawn If I settle on the far side of the sea Even there your hand will guide me And your right hand will hold me fast If I say surely the darkness will hide me And the light become like night all around me Oh Lord, even the darkness will not be dark to you The night will shine like the day The darkness is as a light for you Created my inmost being You knit me together In my mother's womb Oh, and I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made Works are wonderful, I know that full well If I go up to the heavens, you are there If I make my bed in the depths, you are there If I rise on wings of the dawn If I settle on the far side of the sea Even there your hand will guide me Of the earth, 
them they would outnumber the grains of the sand, the grains of the sand. When I awake, Lord, when I awake, Lord, I am still with you. I am still with you. Of course, you recognize that as a psalm of David. But these were singers. I am still with you. They are songwriters. They sing others' music, and they write their own. Singers of the Psalms, songwriters, like we have today. Ocean deep and 
At his footstool, exalt the Lord our God. Holy is He, holy is He. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at His footstool. Exalt the Lord our God. Holy is He, holy is He. And he sits enthroned, he sits enthroned, he sits enthroned between the cherubim, yeah. And he sits enthroned, he sits enthroned, he sits enthroned between the cherubim. Let them praise His name. Holy is He. Holy is He. Who the King is mighty. Who and He loves justice. And he sits enthroned. He sits enthroned. Established equity in here has done what is right. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his footstool. Exalt the Lord our God, holy is He, holy is He.
How lovely is your tabernacle, O Lord of hosts! My soul longs, yes, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home, and the swallow a nest for herself. Where she may lay her young, it's even in your altars, O Lord of Hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are those who dwell in your house, because they will still be praising you. Blessed is the man whose strength is in you, and whose heart is set on pilgrimage, as they pass through the valley of Baca, of weeping. They make it a spring. The rain also covers it with pools, and they go from strength to strength. Each one. Appears before God in Zion. O Lord of Hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. O God, behold our shield, and look upon the face of your anointed. For a day in your courts, Lord, is better than a thousand outside. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield, and the Lord will give grace and glory, and no good thing will He withhold. From those who walk uprightly, O Lord of Hosts, blessed, blessed is the man who trusts in you.
journey to you as they pass through the desolate valley of weeping. They will make it all a place of springs. The autumn rains will also cover it.
was silent I wasted away Through all my groaning Every night and day Your hand was heavy Upon me My strength was weakened As in the summer heat My sin to you And I didn't cover My iniquity I said I'll confess My sin to you And you forgave me The guilt of my sin
we got to remember that many of these people from the tribe of Levi, these, these men, weren't old men. Some were younger men. They like just like they do today, like to have bands. And I can hear band practice tonight. And they sit around with their instruments singing these songs that they've written and songs of others. Of the depths I cry. Oh Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for mercy.
Specifically from the line of Korah. From a rebellion many years before to sons who worship so beautifully. I can see them outside the entrance to the temple performing as, as their band. Worship. just kind of setting the mood as the people entered the temple. The heavens declare the glory of God. 
skies they proclaim all the works of His hands. Day after day, they pour forth their speech. Night after night, they display His knowledge. Who
Thinking why is this simple The humble The precepts of the Lord They are right Giving joy unto the heart The commands of the
I'd say what was missing was the satisfaction. My life before Christ was uh, focused on making money. My life before Christ was uh, a totally day in and day out uh, existence that was uh, unbeknownst to me at the time, uh, uh, an existence of self-absorbance. Um, and, you know, just doing what you normally do when you're trying to maintain a career in the movie business. Loving Jesus is what's most important to me. And I, uh, I know that sounds hokey, but it's the truth. My life is God's life in me for him to do with what he wants. My wife and I were living in Tucson, Arizona about 16 years ago almost, and through the family we hired this cleaning woman. She's working with us for about two weeks, and my wife kind of notices her singing that she does every day in her work. Eventually, after a few more days of this, went to Augusta and said, you know, I noticed your singing, and um, I was just curious, you know, why is every song about Jesus, uh, perhaps there's another tune in your repertoire, so to speak. Um, and Augusta had a very interesting reaction uh, to the question. She literally burst out laughing in my wife's face. <laughs> I just had to do that, sorry. And Augusta said, you know, again, um, understand that the reason that I'm laughing is uh, you think the only reason that I'm here is to clean your house. Uh, so my wife, she says, honey, um, I, I'd like to share with you something that Augusta just told me. And I said, what's that, dear? And she said, uh, well, she just explained to me that the real reason she's here is because in the future, you and I are going to become born-again Christians, and at some point after that, we're going to have our own ministry. And I said, really? At that point in my career, I was making more money than I could ever wildly imagine. And just to, to hear uh, that idea vocalized at that point in time was utterly ridiculous. Uh, but um, that's the beginning of the journey for me. When I got to a place of willingness to just simply say to myself, Okay, I'm willing to believe that Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world. And I'm now going to ask God to show me what that means. And I'm going to read the Bible and apply it to my life to the best of my ability to have that understanding. That's when uh, this whole experience became very, very real for me. I'm Stephen Baldwin. I am second.
and give to you a future and a hope. They're for your peace, they're for your good. The plans I have for you.
Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We're here in this place tonight, a city that you have established by your own design and your own desire. And we've come up from the nations of the world and from all over this land to worship you in spirit and in truth. And so we boldly come into your presence now to glorify and magnify you from this place. Be pleased with our offering, and with our hearts. B'Shem Yeshua, in the name of Jesus, our Messiah. Amen.
Blessed are you, O Lord our God, eternity's holy King. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, whose word brings on the evening. But a Understanding you order the seasons Creating day and night Turning darkness into light Arranging the stars to your pleasing But of said to the people why do you waver between two opinions if the Lord is God then serve him but if the Baals are God then serve them but make up your mind 
And 1 Kings 18 records a very sad line. The people answered him, not a word. And so Elijah said, this is what we're going to do. You hundreds of prophets of the Baals, you set up your altar, present your offering, but put no fire under it. I'll do the same. And the God who answers by fire, let him be God. And so all day long, from morning until night, they set up their altar, they prepared the offering, they sang and danced and they shouted. They cut themselves with stones and they bled their blood into the earth. But still no fire from heaven. And so about the time of the third offering, Elijah, the prophet of God, he took 12 stones and he rebuilt the altar. He placed wood on it, he prepared the offering and laid it on top of the wood. Then he called for a great amount of water to be poured upon the offering. And a second time and a third time until the water soaked the offering, the wood, the stones and filled a great ditch that surrounded the altar of the Lord. And then he lifted up his hands toward heaven. And he said these words, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known today that you alone are God in all the land. And fire fell from heaven. And it consumed the offering, and it consumed the wood and the stones, and it licked up the great amount of water that had filled the ditch. And the people fell on their faces, and they declared, The Lord! He is God! The Lord! He is God! Stand with me tonight, and let's declare it together! The Lord, He is God. The Lord, He is Shalom, Shalom, Jerusalem. Peace be to you. May His praise be found in you. Pray for peace, Jerusalem, city of our God, where salvation was poured out for you. The atoning of the Lord. 
Once your streets filled with joy Branches raised up high Shouting, blessed be the Holy One Yeshua Until dawn, here on the Praise Broadcasting Network. Pat and Claudia would love to hear from you. I'll give you the address in just a moment. Thank you for remembering that Praise Broadcasting Network is listener supported. Your donations help keep PBN on the air for listeners just like you all over the world. Donations are tax deductible in the United States and appreciated from around the world. Our address is Praise Broadcasting Network. P.O. Box 2468, Asheboro, North Carolina, 27204. You can also visit our website at www.pbnradio.com. Pat and Claudia love reading your email. You may send it to mail at pbnradio.com or call them at 336-626-PRAY. That's 336-626-7729. You're listening to Praise Until Dawn, coast to coast and around the world, here on the Praise Broadcasting Network.